everyone, and welcome to episode 140 of Two Left Thumbs, your weekly gaming podcast that knows how to get people to talk. My name is Puppies, and joining me this week, it's DJ Blue. How are you, man? Hello! I've been sucking on helium for like five hours waiting for this guy to wake up because it's obviously early morning for you and late night for me and I didn't have anything else to do aside from drink coffee and be like, holy this is gonna happen. How are you? I'm so much better. I was not... I I can't leave you with like a normal opening, Jesus. No, no, exactly. (laughs) I haven't had a normal opening since I started. This is like random shit most of the time. I'm like, I don't have an intro. Yeah. Am I allowed Um, to swear on your stream? Fucking oath you are. Holy shit. Let's go. I just like using my my button because sometimes it it comes in handy. Or is it something you've had for a while? Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's been it's it's been it's been new for six years. I just can't get over it. Let's go. All right. Hello, hello, Australia. It's not like you're new to me. Like Australia knows me. I've been there. I came in second place at the uh, Australian Open for uh, PUBG. So. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, I kicked ass there. You know how? Hiding. The lag, wasn't it? Oh, hi- oh yeah. No, no. The old bushes, yeah, hiding. No, no, no. We... <laughs> all right. Am I allowed to tell a story? First of all, let's talk about your show. What's your show? What, what, what are we talking about today? We're talking about you. So that's oh. that's it. This is this is, this is is the thing. So this is all on you. Um, So Holy we might start. F- all right. We, we might start with um <laughs> with, with a slight introduction, as, as we normally do. Um, you know, Who are you and, and what do you do, aside from Kick-Ass and PUBG? There you go. So, uh, first of all, I'm terrible at PUBG. I, my name is DJWPDX. I am the owner of the Respawn All-Stars in my own channel. I was a Twitch partner with Griffball Hub, then over on Mixer as a as the Mixer partner and one of the leads for the Mixer Comedy Crew, an Australian-based uh, group with taste and a whole bunch of other amazing content creators. And then we, when Mixer had its unfortunately uh, disastrous demise, um, one could say it's very similar to the volcanoes in Spain. It was hot. It was a hot mess. Lava. Yep. It vomiting was a mess. Out of its thing. And then just died. And as are most of the communities in uh, in that island right now. Uh, but uh, yeah. And then things dissolved and went sideways. At the same time. We had this wonderful new alliance with an incredible social media giant named Co. Vid. Uh, some people called it COVID. I just called it "fuck my life." But um, that's the way we rolled it through. I'm sorry. There we go. I should have used the bleeper button. But oh my god, COVID. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We uh, we dissolved and moved into things. The Respawn also has came back into play. So I am the creative uh, producer, community manager for Insula Bounty Royale. I'm also the creative producer for a new indie film called The Room. And I write all sorts of fiction for these films and for our games and do different things. I don't even know if that's the title of our film. I'm assuming that's what we have that are like our be our last meeting. That could change. Spoilers. I have no idea. But He's you don't want to miss it. Up. it. Yeah, it's like literally it's a thing. This is my first week on the job. Um I'm super excited. Aside from that, I have been the voice of Griffball. I'm one of the competitive Griffball esports announcers. I've been an esports uh, announcer and commentator for everything from Halo to Fortnite to Apex Legends over the years. And that's what I do for a living, aside from loose hair. Because... I mean, you've done that pretty reasons. well. It's, um, there's oh, a nice yeah, shine no, it's there. it's open smooth right now. It's great. That's beautiful. I just want to touch Thank it. Uh, so is there anything you don't do? I mean, you've covered, you've covered everything. You've, you've, got, you've got esports. You've got gaming. You've got presenting. I'm bad at math. You've got Fuck films, algebra. I'm bad at math. Algebra and calculus. Anybody who teaches that shit's a liar. You're a liar and I hate you. If you teach that shit for a living, go f- yourself it's not a real career but i did get a lot of a's in um creative writing and literature because i'm boring 
Also, I watched. A I lot mean, of I'm going off the first five minutes of this recording and the ten minutes beforehand, we had fucking around. Right? You were far yeah. from boring, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Woo! Let's You're go. Welcome. So, um, what what got what got you into all this? So, you know, you've you've done a lot. You said you got A's in creative writing. Was that something always you wanted to pursue long term? Or hell no, I got hit by a car. Well, that'll um that'll put a that'll put a damper in things. Oh no! It's like the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I got hit by a Dodge. I clearly didn't read the instructions. Were on the front of the car. It literally said <laughs> Dodge on the grill. I know because it was printed backwards in the side of my sign right here. As I uh, was in the hospital, and the nurses were like, "By the way, you know you have Dodge backwards in your leg." I'm like, "You mean the broken parts that all have the hardware on it?" And they were like, "Yeah, but it's still funny because the bruising is very <laughs> clear." And I went, "Holy, f yeah!" There you go. I just like the bleeper button. It's more fun that way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I got hit by a car. That's how this all happened. I was a massage therapist and a nanny before. That's a that's a pretty insane change. Um, mm -hmm. so where, where did where what? So you know, you've, you've obviously been hit by a car. I'm 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 really hoping that you got that dodge imprint tattooed where it hit you. No, but I really should. Uh, and here's you really the thing. should. Oh. My friend Techno's mom, she wants to take me to Bali for my first tattoos, and I, I want to go to Bali with her, because honestly, so Techno, Techno's a live streamer out of Perth, he's on Glimish and on Twitch, and he's like my best friend slash little brother, and Techie was like, Techie's mom, I went and stayed with Tech and his mom and his parents, and it was, was really fun, and I want to go Honestly, I want to go to Bali and get things tattooed. The Dodge symbol on my left, uh, the, the left side of my left thigh would be perfect because it would be an honest representation of my journey. And yeah. when you look at the things and you think about where people get tattoos and why, when you look at tribal tattoos, anything within the, within the Samoan like, culture, when you look at a lot of the various origins of tattoos and markings and how those were played out, it all tells a story. I want to tell that story. I want to tell that story on my body somehow. Uh, part of that also means losing my COVID weight because um, if I could put big googly eyes right here on my belly, for those of you listening to the podcast, go fuck yourself. We just gave away a Porsche. I, I would put a smiley right here. And then like a, I'd go rah, rah, rah. And Christmas, I'd be giving away gifts by farting. That's I mean, look, it's, it, you, you're just coming into summer now, right? No, winter. So you, for you, you summer for, for you. you. God damn so it. Actually, to be fair, we had cyclones yesterday, so that hasn't oh, happened. <laughs> so yeah, sad. It was, like, it, was, it was weird, though, because that, that's the first time oh I've heard God. of cyclones in Australia. Like, we get hurricanes all the time, I but really cyclones is like, like never. Oh, God, I got it. I've got so. While we're talking, I'm going to send you pictures of what happened okay, right last on. summer. I'm going to bring those pictures. Yeah, just, um, just shoot. Yeah. Talk. I'll just slowly scroll through things. Slowly scroll. Oh, yeah. So we had, um, yeah, we had like uh, in small country towns just out of nowhere, which one of them was my hometown. I kind of shredded up my grandmother's place. Um, oh yeah, just cyclones out of nowhere. For, like, they only dropped in for like 30 or 40 seconds. But knowing that it's something that you guys get quite frequently, is it out in the West for you guys? You get them quite, quite frequently? I'm sorry. Cyclones happen re frequently where? In the States? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. The movies would lead you to believe that, right? I um, mean, maybe in the Midwest or the South, where people often frequently, you know, offend God. Sure, those people. The Pacific Northwest, where I live, we ain't got issues. Shit don't shit. happen That's here good. aside from every now and then an ice storm because maybe one of us challenged the, you know, you know, we challenged shit and shit went sideways and holy damn, it all happened. Also. I'm just there's a sound sample for you to use to just <laughs> thank you very much I'll borrow that later I need one on my own <laughs> no uh fuck that because uh no in the Pacific Northwest we have random snowstorms that'll happen once in a great blue fucking moon but uh yeah that shit didn't happen for us uh you usually get tornadoes and hurricanes down to the south southwest opposite right, okay. side of the country for me but yes, it does happen. They're horrible. They destroy uh, communities. We had a massive problem with wildfires for the last couple of years. Um, 
that have happened. Oh, I, trust know me, I know because, all about that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and we so in in 2019, we're ra- we raised a shit ton of money with the comedy crew, Taste, uh, Drunk, Mazzy, Gavin. We all teamed together and banded together and worked to raise. I th- I think a total was just shy of a quarter million dollars for oh, wow. the Australian Wildlife Free uh, uh, Funding with all of the content creators from the U.S and as well as from australia uh this was in 2018 2019 we were working on this project together as a crew and like it was wild having been there and spent three weeks in australia it was interesting watching because i remember the fire lines being burned and taste and i were driving back up from albany up to perth to catch our flight to melbourne to pack sauce and he was explaining this is why things happen this is why we do these things. like talking about how so the high fire rates and and that the the heat causes the trees to to pop spores, which is actually part of the pollination process. But when you think about it in that level, managing that or mitigating the the, the damage in those scenarios in a way that is going to allow you as a community and as a country to live and be prosperous, but also allow nature to do what it needs to do. It's a very different story. And then when you see what happens when one person does or a group of people do something that's not not necessarily on purpose, but they did something that literally f***ed up the world and burned half of your country. I, I, I watched, having just been to Australia Zoo and becoming part of the Wildlife Warriors and watched as we, you know, as a war, as a planet, we lost ninety percent of the wildlife habitats for koalas. And everybody can be like, "Yeah, koalas are assholes." Sure, I mean, they drop are, bears but... are the cutest creatures ever until they scream at you and use those big giant black claws. It's wild, but they're really cute. Um, and I dumped. We all, we dumped money into Australia Zoo to help with all the local, like the local, all, all the local rehab centers for these creatures, for these animals. They're losing their homes, losing their habitats. As a fan of kangaroos, because I know all of you hate them, I think kangaroos are amazing. They- I love kangaroos. The male kangaroos, specifically Blue Ridges, are real dicks, but whatever. Um, <laughs> But as long as you don't talk about emus, we're good. We we don't like emus here. Um, no, no, emus are really good for uh, burgers in the US and winning wars too. Apparently, uh- <laughs> oh, it's so sad. But I thought it was a beautiful thing watching how Australia responded to the need for that, for the support for that. And as streamers and content creators, it was a beautiful thing getting to be involved in something that helped. A country that I had just been to and just been in battle and combat this, and it was wonderful to see. Uh, you know, we like, and there were so many. When you look at all the different content creators across Australia who were from Mixer, from Twitch, it didn't matter. Everybody banded together. We didn't give a fuck what platform happened, and everybody tried to raise money and did raise a shit ton of cash to help support that. Granted, cash doesn't put out a fire. It helps recover. It helps what afterwards, yeah. After the fire. And that Which was the, the most big important thing. part. Yeah. Shortly after that, the Pacific Northwest in the US caught on fire. And we burned like I we had we had to have go bags. I just bought puppies. And we had Great Dane puppies. And I have two I had two giant little puppies. Like I say giant little puppies, because for me, puppies are like 50 pounds because they're great Danes, because they're wild creatures. But you know, we were a couple miles away from the fire line and they were like, listen, have your go bags ready. Have your pets ready for go to the car. Make sure they've got vests and leashes because you may have to evacuate. And I'm living in, you know, 48 blocks out of downtown Portland. And we watched as our nature preserves burned. We watched as our, our mountains and what we have thrived and lived on s- supporting and celebrating as we watched everything burn. And I realized what it must have been like for Australia to see your coastlines and everything burn. It was the most 
unique experience. And I don't say this as a pleasure. I say this as a reckoning of, I see you. I feel you. I get you. And we suffered together. Two different times, but we suffered it. We survived it. And we have continued to build upon it. I know that sounds really grand, like grandiose, but it's a thing. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's not members, something that it, it's yeah. not something that just like it's not a, a glorious thing. It's, it's not a, a matter of oh, you know, we 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 can't. It's it's a matter of survival. You know, it's yeah. um, you know, it's it's not a matter of oh, we built back up because we could. We built back up because we had because, to. And we built back up because communities that we helped support and grow and build came together. Didn't matter where we were from. We had people contributing from South Africa, from Russia, from uh, from Quebec, from from Canada, from all over the world. I had a huge number of people contributing from Brazil, looking at these things and situations going, we don't care, Pacific Northwest, Australia, who gives a shit? We're giving money, we're helping. How do we help stop what's happening? And it was beautiful to watch because it was that moment where you realized that despite our difference in locations, time zones or otherwise, as a people, as gamers, as viewers, we all care about the same things. It's not just our survival, it's our way of living. And I couldn't be more thankful and honored by that opportunity to be able to join with these varying different communities from all around the world to help support not just Australia, but the Pacific Northwest, the West Coast, the, all of those areas, right before the pandemic kicked in. And then as the pandemic kicked in, we went from fire season into holy shit, wear a mask, fuck off, we're gonna die. Because that's what happened. And you yeah, know, it's, um... Green, Green Lantern didn't come in, which also I wanna just throw it out there because you have a Green Lantern. In your background, I love it. I, 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 the secret lab release last week nearly killed me. Oh, I was like, God. oh my are we allowed, fucking are we allowed God. To talk about that? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yes, we can, please. Can we? Okay. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Talk about it. Uh, yeah, I just... Talk. Yeah, like the, the colors of Superman and the Flash one, because I'm a big, big Flash fan, massive Flash fan. Superman was my first superhero. He's a bit of a oh. douche. I don't like the, the, the goody two shoes nature, but you know, he's kind of cool. <laughs> love the Flash. And which, okay, and, can, I, can I ask you which Flash, if you don't mind me interrupting? I, I like the Barry Allen one. There's Grant, well, there's Grant Gusson, and then. There's our cinema. So there's TV Flash and Cinema Flash. Oh, right. Those ones. If you're looking for actors who represent, like, honestly, I feel like if Grant Gustin could have had a child with our Cinema Flash, then the two of them That'd together would have right. been the perfect, perfect It would have been. I don't... I didn't mind. I don't mind Grant. The problem I have uh, with the is TV Flash Ezra, is... Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. It's Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller. There we go. There's our yeah. two. There's a two. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think uh, I like I like Grant better, I think. But the problem is with the TV show is it went the way that most of the CW TV shows seem to go, it, where it went yeah, kind of... All really you had to cool say was CW, and I'm to... on the same page. It went CW, and we all went, well... It went CW. Oh, no. The first two seasons were great. And so, then after that, it was just like, okay, real what quick. the fuck is this anymore? So that you know, so you watch season one of The Flash on CW, right? Yeah. That's my city. That's where I live. Oh, wow. Awesome. That was all so did... filmed in Portland, Oregon. All those long Sick. shots of Star Labs is filmed in Portland, Oregon. That's my hometown. That's where I live. I live literally walking distance to both of those locations. Did you get accidentally filmed on set at any time? No, I yelled at them because they were they filmed it in two locations. They're like, here's the thing. When they do the West the West feeding shots into it, it's on it is they recreate made Star Labs out of what is considered our Coliseum or our esports arena where the Blazers right. play, right? The other side, when they film from the East location, they try and make the, the same thing and it's not. It is the Southeast waterfront. That is now buildings and shit. And it's the other, it's literally a mile and a half across from the other location they filmed. And everybody in Portland went, are you kidding me right now? 
the fuck are you people doing? Do you not realize where you're actually filming? And when they came down for Rose City Comic Con, the first thing I went did is I went and I went, I was like, hey, 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 hey now, hey, can I bring the cameras over? Thanks. Okay, we're filming right now for a mixer. What the f was that? <laughs> are you kidding me? And they went, would you like a tour of the studios? No, I just want you to film the goddamn scene correctly. How hard is this? But then, you know, they were like, it's sir. It's supposed to be accurate, this superhero right? story. How what the fuck are you doing? Shit? Sir, I need you to Why actually... is it called Star City, not fucking Portland? <laughs> right? For fuck's sake, what the shit? And of course, they were like, sir, sir, I need you to calm down. I'm like, I need your actual production assistant to tell these people where the fuck they are in the city before they allow you to just make up shit on your own. Nobody asked you to be creative. You, you, PR person. Yeah, you're not supposed to be creative. You're a PR person. Don't talk, just listen. Take notes. Um, And of course, what was their response? Would you like a free tour of the CW studios? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't care unless I get to meet, uh, you know, Robbie ML or Stephen ML, then sure, why the fuck Yeah, not? yeah, bring that on, yeah, 100%. Um, ironically, yeah. I met Rob. Like, I know Robbie, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part is I actually know Robbie and Mel, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Not important, but yeah, no. Uh, Firestorm, who is, uh, yeah, now, now part of, uh, he's now part of Upload on Prime, Upload Prime, and uh, he's, he's also our lead in the brand new up, like, remake of Resident Evil. So excited. Soon be such an awesome movie. Also, the trailers yes. very different. You got the U.S. trailer and the international trailer. The international trailer is the better one to watch. Watch it. Trust me. Really? What's it? What's what's uh, uh, spoilers in the difference? I'm assuming. Or yes, just, watch yeah? the international trailer before you watch the U.S. trailer. The U.S. trailer. Well, actually, no. Watch the U.S. trailer, then watch the international trailer. Like ah, there you go. But uh, Resident now. Evil, yeah, Resident Evil with Robbie Mel's coming out uh, very soon. Upload Prime just had their press junket. Uh, it's going to be going very soon. That sounds amazing. You mentioned before you've um you've been to Australia a few times, and we were talking about this yeah. before the show as well. Um, that we, I mean, we know obviously we know if you're the same people because of um mostly because of Mixer and, and and all those kind of wonderful things and just kind of being yeah. around the internet. Um, and you, you you were telling me about the, the grand tour that you do. Like you kind of hop from like one one state to the next. <clears throat> right. Um, the goal. You do that the once goal a year. In, the goal in 2020 was to hit uh, Brizzy and then Brisbane. So for those who watch Brisbane, also known like commonly called Brizzy, all and then floating across over to Perth, run down to Albany, uh, or Albany as it's called, grab drunk, head back up to Perth, hit pace. Get to Melbourne. Then the 2020 tour was going to go from Melbourne to Auckland um, and then do the full run through of, of New Zealand and then get all the way back up through, through Sydney to L.A. back home. And, of course, that didn't happen because of uh, Captain Ovid. Also known as COVID. Um, we like to affectionately um, refer to it as the Rones here. Yeah, the Ronies. Yeah, there you go. The Ronies, yeah. <laughs> so the Rona uh, fucked that whole plan up because that was one of the industry because uh, we created this whole thing called the DJ DX World Tour. And as a DJ, I was planning on hitting London. The whole plan for 2019 was, in 2020, hitting PAX West in 2020, right? And then running right. EGX in Europe, flying through... Uh, uh, flying through the United Arab Emirates and then jumping from there down to Perth, running Perth to Melbourne to Auckland, back up to Sydney through Brisbane and then back home. Because I thought that's a full route around the globe. And we were super excited. There were so many DJ sets amazingly set up. And it gone. And it's gone. And it's gone. Is the is the DJ thing had, something that came with um being hit by a car, or was that previous to just gonna hit by a dog? No, oh, I'm the, a DJ now. The, the car hit thing happened uh, in 2013. I was a DJ at, when it happened, but I'd taken a break. Um, I started DJing back uh, right around 1999, 2000, 2001, and um, 
but the I started DJing again because of Mixer. Um, I have a friend named Lena, and Lena Axius, who was a partner on Mixer, now she's on Twitch. She actually, on my birthday, my very first birthday on Mixer, she said, listen, man up, you know, suck it up, just get back on the decks and do it. But I don't know if people like what I spin. She goes, who gives a fuck? It's your birthday. Just go. So I did. And um, my labels jumped in chat and everybody else jumped in chat and it was really cool. I didn't expect it, but it worked out. And so I started doing my weekend DJ sets and then Astro and Logitech, thank you guys, there you go, uh, popped in. We're like, hey, we'd love to sponsor your DJ sets. I'm like, what? Let's go. And things just happened. And Astro and Logitech have been a huge supporters of the DJ sets. Um, and it's been wonderful watching the community evolve around the music. Uh, it's also been fun to be able to not necessarily be stuck inside of one specific genre because when you're DJing music, like people are like, hey, I just want this. I just want that. And I don't really DJ like that. So house music, dance music, down tempo lounge and chill out on Sundays. Like I've, I've been able to really cultivate a unique, I would say audience for each of these experiences as we go through each weekend and be able to kind of amplify my emotional journey as a streamer, as a content creator, just as a person, as a human, uh, through these things and not just drag people with me, but encourage people to experience where I'm at. And hopefully it speaks to them, their spirit, their core, and their opportunities as content creators and as listeners and as viewers as they join me in the process it's been fun so that's that's kind of how that whole thing rolled out i'm assuming like from what i've heard from like a lot of people that do like music streams and stuff like that it's it's very akin to to gaming gaming like where like if, you, if you're known for one thing you're like oh you need to do this one thing or we we won't watch you and it's kind of branching out as as a as a variety streamer or a variety dj in this case where you're doing all kinds of different things um could be quite challenging, but you know the payoff oh, for it is yeah. way better. Well, my my background is actually in esports, and so esports shoutcasting. I was a huge like I've been I was the the event program manager for Halo and Outpost Discovery for Three Four Three Industries and the Globe, Harlem Globetrotters, um, and it's been a unique it's been a unique journey, but it's also been a unique learning opportunity because I've had the opportunity to sit by and watch and or be coached by some of the greatest, um, I was a great, some of the greatest media organizers and teachers in the industry, not just from like JD Kickens over at KMHG2, the radio station I used to work for. But uh, when you look at the careers and the backgrounds of, you know, Jeff Easterling, Grandbrother One, who is the franchise writer for 343, but um, Kiki Wolfkill and and John Friend, and, you know, and Bonnie, all at 343, wonderful legends in the world that I learned from. And I look at these patterns and opportunities to not fuck up what I've already done. And I'll be honest, when I look at things like um, James who was with 343 and, and with the, my initial balance was really out of pace. And James was very good about teaching me. And KP was very good about teaching me how to step back and look at things and how they work and how they function. And that didn't just apply to how I work events. It, were, it applies to how I run streaming, how I run communities, how I organize things, uh, things I didn't get before. But, as a content creator, you look at these things and you realize for formulaics, it's not necessarily how you functionally run your content. It's how you interact with your community. It's about embracing the needs of your community. And sometimes the needs of the community isn't necessarily just one thing. It may just, you may just, you may not have just a DC based community. You may not just have an, M, uh, an MCU based community. You may not have a Halo based community. You may have a community that likes adventure. They like the stories. They want to embrace 
that adventure. You look at like when I do my book reads for like Ready Player One, Ready Player Two, they want that journey. They are here not just for the game, they're here for the personality. And I think for me, having fans who are really, I would say, embraced within that culture of engaging with the community because we're here for one common person, one common purpose to be entertained, it changes the nature of what streaming means for us. Does it mean that that works for every other community? No, not at all. Uh, some communities are really good because you're competitive. You can kick ass. You get sniper kills. Let me tell you one thing, motherfucker, with the sniper kills, you're going to get lots of views. Me? I, I am terrible at headshots. Awful. It's sad. I'm, really. I'm, I, I, can, I can get him. a body shot occasionally. Like, I, Once I, I in think a while. we're in the same boat. I was like, oh, was like, oh in a hit his toes. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, awesome. I hit him in the knee. Let's go, bitch. And then you get Jump shot in the face. You're like, well, fuck. <laughs> what was that what the fuck was that lag? <laughs> did i just get shot in the head with a rocket hello hello and yeah it's you know it's a thing it's true but it's it happens so for me it's less about consistency with content creation although that is some people's successful formula it's more about finding what works for community at the time and what we need at that moment Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think there's 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 a bit of a there's a bit of a change in the guard with the way um content is kind of looked at as like as a product from a production stance where you know when when things first got over with like Just TV and all that kind of stuff it was um yep. way back it was, in you know, just back get out it, it was just <laughs> it was just get out there and grind and 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 eventually yeah. you get there but now with so many social media platforms um so many different avenues for content as well now you know there's there's like you know uh, podcasts are back other than the glorified radio shows that you can take with you at any time which is fantastic um oh yeah yeah there's the streaming this music and there's, there's so many different avenues now that you can't it's it's hard to do just one and be successful because you don't kind of spread out that pool because there are so many different interests in 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 a community now and there's something that you've done quite well is you're you're, you're literally all over the place uh <laughs> <laughs> kind of spastic but true <laughs> yeah it's it's a thing so um esports and the announcements yeah. um what what got what what led you into that i mean you i, I mean i know there's the, the origin story of the truck but um, um yeah it seems like a tricky thing to get into and to, to and to do well. It's funny, Crucian and I have a conversation about this with Astro. I'm sorry, with uh, with Avermedia coming up this next weekend for the Avermedia Content Creators uh, thing. Um, we oftentimes the casting is all about being in the right place at the right time. For me, um, I, I wasn't able to walk at the time. I I was still recovering from the car accident and. I met some friends who are my best friends who are still my best friends in the whole world. Uh, and they were my first Xbox friends. And we were playing Griff Ball, which is a... So Griff Ball is, a, is an eSport within Halo. It is... Uh, it's all about a field sport. I met in Halo 4 during the Halo 4 era on Xbox 360 before MCC or Xbox One was even a, even a thing. And we I met this guy named Man Cannon. Man Cannon rolled in and was all like, held us off all four of us were like we're coming at you let's go and man cannon single-handed the rest of the kid less than people on his team just left it was one v four and cannon held us off and ran out the clock did we win technically yes but we but. couldn't score that we couldn't score that final goal you know why because he was good he's a pro man cannon who became honestly one of a very, very good friend of mine. Man Cannon's one of my favorite people in the whole world. He's amazing. And uh, he said, you guys don't suck. You I said, oh my God, you're a, you're incredible! On, you know, typing that shit out on the on the gamepad. It looks like, hold on, it looks like this. Yeah, I, if, for those of you still, not you watching, I held up a controller with a gamepad. For those of you also, those of you just listening to the podcast, we just gave away a Porsche, but we had to edit that part out. Thanks for not tuning into the live show. Just kidding. Um, 
It's not it's a live show. The live show that is definitely live all the time. Right. 100%. Totally. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, we're yeah. giving you shit. I, I, um. I forgot to make that announcement, actually. So um, <laughs> that one person that's won three Porsches so far, congratulations. <laughs> yep. You can pick that up live right now, uh, just outside of Stuttgart, Germany. And uh, it's waiting for you. The keys are on the upper left tire. <laughs> Anyway, so I, I'm typing this shit on my pad on my controller, and uh, he said, you guys should try out for grip ball. So let me make this short story shorter. It's not possible. Um, and he, we all rolled in. We're with Goose Check. Goose Check was the owner of the grip ball head, um, and uh, she had a show going on, and we were a brand new team, new players. Never met anybody in the community. We were super confused. And she says, all right, bring them into our Xbox Live party. We rolled in. We're like, hey, let's go. All right, and uh, Cal says, who's her husband and also was, uh, you know, also part owner of the Grip Club, and said, I like that they all have hats, <laughs> which was cool because we all had the hats in Halo, in, uh, on 360 with Halo 4. And she says, what's your, well, you know, welcome to the, welcome to the Grip Ball Hub. We know you guys are brand new, blah, 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 blah. What's your team name? And they all went, do it, DJ, say it, say it. And I said, we're the NSAA. We're never serious about anything except Griffball. And she says, oh my God, why aren't you streaming? Oh my God, I don't know what you mean. What? What is that? Are on Twitch. I, yeah, okay. So I know you think that I should know what that means. I don't know what that means. And she says, well, you're on Twitch now. Is that a thing? Like, can I pull that up on my hoo-ha? She was like, I don't know what you mean by hoo-ha, and I feel like we should talk about your wording. But um, <laughs> your verbiage, in no, it's a website. So I'm going to hoo-ha.com. No, you're going to twitch.tv. No, that's the twitch. wrong website. Twitch.tv slash griffball. griffball. Um, holy shit, we're there. <laughs> and that's how it all started. And I got introduced to the team at 343 started shoutcasting at RTX with Rooster Teeth and on the main, my very first gaming event, I was the shoutcaster for Griffball at the Rooster Teeth Grand Open. And it was huge. It was wild. Um, I never had a mic in front of 25,000 people in my life. And now I'm, of course, I'm here live with Griffball for Griffball Hub. Let's go. And it, happened and because of that i decided to go to broadcasting school and got my degree in broadcasting and integrated media for both television and radio and things just kind of evolved from there and i ended up with a, uh, several different groups doing everything from halo uh, arena halo for halo 4 halo 5 uh being the main shoutcaster for hype zone live for uh uh for both Fortnite and Apex Legends for Mixer and everything from PAX to E3. And it just kind of happened. And the radio station thing happened. And everybody at the radio station was like, hey, where are you going to go for your, uh, you know, for your internship? And I said, well, streaming media. And of course, the dean of students was like, that's not really a thing. <laughs> oh, oh, they here's were the thing. wrong. Allow me to go ahead and take you through history. I remember this is my first term for the history of broadcasting. Let me just go ahead and clear you up on this factor. Back in the day, back in the day, print news rolled out and was all like, hey, here we go. We're all awesome. And radio rolled in and print news said, this ain't a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing we need to worry about. It'll never be a thing. It'll never catch on. Nobody's never radio. And then radio happened. And then television rolled in and radio was like, hey, 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 we're good. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's going to be okay. This is never going to be a thing. TV is never going to be a thing that's going to survive. And television took over the broadcasting market. And then cable did the same thing. Internet did the same thing. And I said to the students, hey, here's a thing. What if all of this historical relevance is right? And you could be at the beginning of a new thing. And they said, why don't you ace all your classes? We'll talk about it. And then you could teach the course. So I did. And I started teaching college. Which is weird. 
but that's how it happened. That's how it happened. And I started teaching broadcasting at a collegiate level. It was weird. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that's how I got into broadcasting and um, broad like everything on that whole line was that whole lineage and yeah, all be and yeah. Part of that was also because of Bravo Andy Dudinsky who said. I got a degree in broadcasting and uh, communications. And of course I was just looking at his eyes and his beautiful hairline. And I was like, oh, you're pretty. Let's go. Um, things happened. He could be a superhero. I shit you not. He could fit into every single one of those things behind you. And you'd be fine. Trust me. All you got to do is get Andy Dudinsky into a freaking spandex costume. He's going to be fine. He'll, he would, he oh, would be, be a good fine. Superman. Listen, he'd be good. He'd be a flash. Good Batman, he'd be a great Green Lantern. Actually, Andy Dudinsky, also known as Halo's Bravo, as Green Lantern, I'm going to pivot that right now. Let's go ahead and pitch that and hope to God the DC studio had see that because I'm going to punch that through real quick. Let's do it. Yeah, because I mean, it, it surely, surely can be better than what they came up with last time. I mean, there's well, not much of a bar set. Yeah, no. Yeah. And <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is definitely not picking up that role. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> Could you imagine if he did again just for shits no. and giggles? I'd hate it. Literally, that's the only way that would happen is if he walked through the whole movie and literally shat and then giggled. It'd be. <laughs> you know, that itself. It's Green Lantern. <laughs> shits and giggles. That, that man is <laughs> absolute gold right now. Anything he touches, you go back to Green Lantern, literally shit and giggle all day. Oh yeah, no, like. Masterpiece. Cinematic masterpiece. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but in a short story, long too late. That's what how it, that's why I got into it, and then it just cool. kind of continued through the varying different platforms. That's awesome. I've um I've always looked at broadcasting degrees. I did a little bit of radio um volunteer work uh when I was a lot younger. I got shoved onto like a, a midnight till two a.m. show just playing heavy metal. It was the best thing. There you um, go. It's also yeah, you fun. Go, yeah. You can. Make up your own messages for your call, your your radio station's call signs. You're exactly. listening to ninety eight point six KUHM. Don't touch that dial. There's come on your radio. KUHM. <laughs> no one FM. Knows. What? I'm a... sorry. What did he say? Is that loud? No. Naturally, not in the states. That's considered weird. No, it's not weird. I like it's the humor in Australia because I can make dumb jokes and nobody has a problem with it here. It's like, you know, prayers and reflection. Negative comments is fun. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know, the world. Welcome. The world Everybody. as it is. It's just it's it's a whole shit fight. Um, something that isn't a shit fight. Segue as fuck. Um, talk to me about Insula. So, uh, Insula Bounty Royale is a game created by both Luckland and Taj. Uh, you can find out more, of course, by going to insulagame.com. You can follow us on Twitter at PlayInsula. You can also find us on, uh, in, sorry, on Twitch at, under the Insula, Play Insula game category. Insula Bounty Royale is available now. Uh, it is currently in alpha stage. We just closed our alpha as of last night. We'll have another one coming up in November. I'm currently, as of today, on a six-month LOA, so leave of absence, because I'm going to be working on an indie film, but I'm still with the company and with the game, but kind of balancing an act between the two. Uh, but it's a beautifully, beautifully designed game. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, it's it's probably one of the best flight games ever. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you guys uh, made another version of this other game. I'm like, yeah, except for that game had like 60 people. We have two. That's why we're cool. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's going to change, I think, the way the Bounty Royales uh, will redefine a BR industry and a BR franchise because – Let's be honest, battle battle royales. It's an oversaturated oversaturated formula. Bounty royales, I think, is a new and unique way of involving not only PvP but PVE. And when you look at the way the owners have redesigned and refactored this concept of PvPVE plus campaign inside of itself, I it, it creates a new design in the genre and in the industry. So. I'm very proud of what they've created. I'm super excited to see what they're doing in the next few months while I'm making a, a film that's completely unrelated 
but yeah. That's also because you were doing you were just you just got off recordings for this, uh Lisa, because you do a lot of the voice acting for quite a few of the characters as well, don't six you? Six different characters right now. Yeah. That's um that's that's a lot of voices in your head going on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, and it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing. Like, so if I'm doing bot hold on, let me go to my bot box. Here we go. Uh hi. I'm bot box. I'm a bot in a box. And I'm here with Insula, Bonnie Royale. It's super fun. I like it. It's really cool. I love being Botbox because he's so innocent and so unassuming, but he has a mission and he's got a, he knows where he needs to go to figure out what he needs to do next, which I'm not going to give away, obviously, but, uh, you know, he's, he's not the only character you've, you've, You've got him fighting Lucrum, and Lucrum's led by a very distinctively, I would say, animatedly evil person who's Cambridge-bound. And Stony Tipper raises voice because he's people who will kill you for him, and it doesn't matter. It's all about finding the opportunity to reach deep down inside my resources and ensure that you realize that I own your life. And you've got dark workers who are more like a Jason Statham. And, you know, you want to realize something a little more drastic, a little more fierce, a little more fighter, a little more origin, story, style. And all of these different characters come to play in this beautifully breathtaking story that was written by Tony, uh, Tony Schrader, who is our franchise writer for the, uh, for, for the story. And it, Tony is a brilliant brilliant writer in ways that I couldn't possibly fathom being equal to. Um, but he's created this incredible storyline and, and there's so many things involved in how the story comes to pass that'll all be revealed later in life. Um, but it's really incredible. And of course, if you want to sign up for the alpha, can I plug it? Here we go. Uh, oh, simply go, go it, yeah. to playinsula.com you can sign up for the alpha right now the next event will be coming up in november 12th 13th and 14th and then we'll have another alpha in early december um but and i think that's probably where i started developing my and realizing my love for creating characters i've always done voices whenever i've done book readings but i didn't understand why it was important and Thanks to the faith of Lucklin and Tony and Taj, I really got to enjoy, and, and Little Ethan, who does all of our video work. Little Ethan's amazing, the way he does. I, um, I started looking and listening to what I was doing and coming up with new and different designs for voices in a way that told a story. And I needed to understand why the background of the story was important. Where did they come from? Who is this character motivated by? And it sounds really generically, oh, of course, uh, you have to ask all the questions about your character. But it's part of what makes you realize why they sound the way they do. Are they pausing in certain moments and thinking about what they're saying because they're afraid of the public repercussions of not sounding posh enough or not sounding educated enough or uh, being overeducated, not seeing the lower class as real people just seeing them as simply servants there's a malevolence that you can create in certain hierarchies that allows you to create a character's voicing in such a way that defines how that character's i would say story evolves and it's unique being able to be given that kind of leeway from a team with that kind of creative prowess. And it's been really fun. And I think that's probably what led to the indie film, but um, it's a wonderful thing to be part of. It's a wonderful thing to be part of. Uh, what's it like being like behind the scenes of that? Like you've, you've gone from, you know, playing, playing video games and, um, and shout casting them to getting seen how the sausage is, is kind of made. Is there, is there a lot of things that shocked you into what kind of goes into it? Oh my God. Yeah. No, like, and that's anybody who ever goes into alpha testing or QA testing should definitely realize what you think happens behind the scenes is 
totally different than what actually happens. Uh, you could just flip a switch and just make the shotgun different. No, bitch, that's not how this shit works. That's definitely not how this works. Um, I remember when we were talking, we were talking to Tash, who was our lead programmer and one of the creators of the game, and and we were going back and forth about whether we want to do like a thing called hit scan or something else. It was hit scan. It, there was hit scan or projectile based weapons. Do I know what that means? No. Um, <laughs> I get it now that they've walked me through the process of going. Oh, this is what hit scan is. This is what projectile means. Oh, neat. I don't care. I'm never hitting buddy, buddy at that length. Anyways, <laughs> oof, I don't give a f let's go. Um, but we hit this moment and Taj hit us up in, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. He hit us up and was like, all right, so to fix this one thing with one gun, I have to rebuild the entire armor, like the entire weapon suite. And that, I thought that was a beautiful moment to realize that this is what developers do on the back end. When I look at what Lucklin does when he's making games, when he's making maps, it's not just about, hey, I'm going to throw some shit down. Here we go. What makes sense to him? What actually balances it out? Why is this important for him to place it here? And he's looking at these things and looking for holes, looking for problems is the water coming off the waterfall in a congruent way is this consistent with the way the rocks are underneath it he's looking at the way the water falls to make sure that it's falling naturally not because i want you know it is looking for the player no because this is a piece of art for him this is this is part of what makes luckland tick it's part of what makes the game function it's a unique balance that's wonderful to watch, but as somebody who's incapable, as I am, of replicating that, well, f me, I can't do that shit. Have fun. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how to do this shit. And I'm watching because all of these things play into how I balance when I'm testing games like Halo, when I'm working with the insiders team uh for for halo for halo infinite you know all the insiders are there we're testing the games out we're building these out i'm watching things looking at things that i'm over here with my group my testing like the my fellow testers on the halo insiders team going i get why this is happening but i can't really talk about it because i don't know if i should talk about it because i may be wrong but that's not what they're looking for but if our team was testing for this thing which we have this is what we would probably be doing. And sitting there quietly holding my hands going, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and play this shit out. You know, not saying what needs to happen. It is working with Insula and for Insula has been a beautiful eye-opening experience. And I'm really hoping that based on the transparency that has been given to not only our community, but through the streams, when you're looking at Luckland's streams, you're looking at little Ethan's streams and how they're building out, not just the videos, but the video game itself. It is an opportunity to look at this and apply the basics and the outline to every game that you may test or try in alpha or beta. This is not simply a flipping of switches and depending on the size of the community and the size of the development group, players, and I'm speaking to everybody listening right now, you have got to consider the fact that there may be just one or two people managing the area that you are most concerned by. It's not a matter of, are they listening to you or are they trying to piss you off? It's a matter of, are they capable at the moment of managing that one specific element that you may find important, but that one specific element that changes or alters the nature of the moment, the narrative, the game, the playthrough, your ability to work with teammates. And... It changed how I looked at alphas and betas as a whole. I mean, it's one thing. I've been been in a Halo Insider for a long time. Watching how 343 has managed everything, bringing it over to PC. We brought over Reach during Outpost Discovery, where I was the programming manager. Like, we had that all summer with us. And watching how that design changed the way that 343 brought Halo to PC in new and different ways from old builds, you know, all the original Halos from Bungie over now to 343 with MCC. Um, but 
I started recognizing and realizing after I witnessed all of that, how important and imperative it was for players to recognize that, listen, just because you think something is wrong or something isn't the way you think it should be doesn't mean that you're right. You have to allow the visionaries who created this to begin with to complete their vision. And I say this knowing I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, and I apologize if I offend anybody in the process of stating this, but the dream and this vision is something that they've been empowered by. It's their dream. Let them achieve their dream. And then once it's in its completion and it's released and you're ready to go and they're like, all right, here's what we've got, then provide that constructive, not destructive, but constructive feedback. It's important. Designers do want to hear that in a way that's respectful of the efforts they made, but is reflective of the experience of the player. And I truly believe that with the efforts that have been made and the transparency that's been allowed with everyone in the Insula team, that we're going to see a lot of that reflected in the future developments of the game because I think those owners, like specifically Taj and Ethan, are so receptive to talking with community members about their experience and what they've got going on and how they can make that work or how they can adjust things or how they can balance. I think the better word is balance there, how they can balance those equations of positive versus negative experience so that it equates into something that is universally acceptable by all the players. As a developer, seeing that is a beautiful thing. And I think that the players are going to appreciate that moving forward in a way that maybe hasn't happened in generations past, but is something that we should look to developers to be more engaged with going forward. That was a really long answer to your question about 18 minutes ago, and I'm it was, sorry. It was a fantastic one. <laughs> it was. A, see, this is this is the thing. This is what I look for, right? Um, like I've, I've spent the last I've spent the last 40 episodes interviewing interviewing different different creators, um, game developers, and hearing their insights and their perspectives on from from their from their, from their side of things. You know, which is is something you don't hear very often. You know, I've I've, I've spoken to um. Uh, mus- musicians that make the music for games, um, producers, testers, voice yeah. actors, the whole lot, and 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 everyone has this wonderfully unique perspective that um that carries through, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. Which is why I've, I've loved doing this so much. I think because I get to hear these stories and share them with other people, which has been absolutely fantastic. Um, That's awesome. And and DJ, you have been absolutely fantastic this week. Thank you, thank you so much absolutely. for joining me. And 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 bringing the absolute chaos that you have to my morning. <laughs> That's right, because it's morning um, for you and it's evening it here. Is. I, I'm starting my day off with a bang, and now I'm gonna go mow the lawn. <laughs> All right. So here's my first question. Um, it, it, so this is gonna be premiering on YouTube, or how do people find your channel? Uh, so. You find us um, by any podcasting platform of your choice. You know, Anchor, Spotify uh apple there's i think there's like nine different ones but if, if you're looking for podcasts you know where to find it uh we're also on youtube it releases at the same time and is it um, I do like a... no no you What's can find it? us like? well actually you know what let's let's do something first before we tell talk about i want to do let's... a voiceover for you oh okay right let's get let's let's get you out of the way um i will um i'll send you some links Right. And you can yeah. and you can uh, do, do the thing. That'll be fantastic. Is that on the? Is, um, do you want to do that on Twitter, or on Discord, or? I'll Discord? just I'll sling it to you on Discord. It's fine. I'll send you a um, a thing. Yeah. So while I'm line. doing that, yeah. Where can the um the wonderful people find you? You can find me on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch at DJ Blue PDX. You can also find Insula at insulagame.com for more information. Follow us on Twitter at PlayInsula or hit up the Discord for Insula at discord.gg slash PlayInsula. That voice. I love it so much. (laughs) 
there's, there's uh, my link tree. That'll be easier. Um, so, right. ladies, Wait, where did that go? While, while, while you prepare you yourself, uh, Twitter. To the to the Twitters. All right, let me go to the message. to the Twitters. The bird up. There we go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, perfect. Thank you so much for listening this week. You have all been amazing, DJ. Of course, thank you for coming along. And absolutely. Oh, two left thumbs. Two left thumbs. Can we do separate ones? I uh, just do um. You can just do the Spotify and the, and Spotify the anchor and the YouTube would be good. All right, let's let's start with Spotify and maybe Twitty. All right, anyway. well we'll do one. We'll do one for each. Um, hold on, let me get this up above my nose so it's easier that way. You're the only one who can see this, right? Okay, there you go. Oh, um, everyone will see this. <laughs> perfect. There we go. All right. Find out what's coming up next in a gaming podcast. It's two left thumbs only on Spotify. There you go. Uh, let's back up and go to the next one. Reasons. There you go. Anchor. I'm not familiar with Anchor, to be fair. Anchor is more of a distribution website. So it, it's what, where I upload to and it pushes it to everywhere else. There's like a, if you upload it to YouTube and then it sends it to I mean, nowhere, yeah, but Anchor sends it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Podrover, and a whole bunch of other places. It's kind of like the centralized hub for most of my uploads. <laughs> I'm going to do one. It's going to be a little self-serving, but don't worry. Here we go. All right. All right. Let's do it. Join puppies on Two Left Thumbs, a gaming podcast, where he chats each week with gaming enthusiasts like me, DJ Blue PDX. And for more, check us out right here on Anchor. Spotify and YouTube. Sorry, that was really last love minute. There you go. That's okay. Uh, last minute's great. <laughs> I love uh, last minute. I don't do anything planned. <laughs> welcome to my world and my hairline. This is great. Um, it's smooth. Dolphins smooth. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Which one are we going to do this? Uh, let's do YouTube. Yeah, let's do YouTube. All right. So do you want to do the YouTube anchor.fm two dash left at thumbs or just youtube.com slash two left thumbs? Or is um, it oh, two left thumbs? You know oh, what? I don't know. Sorry. Two there left thumbs. Two left yeah. thumbs dot online. That's our link to our YouTube. Oh, perfect. Two left thumbs yeah. online. Yeah, dot Wait. online. Yeah. Dot online. All right, perfect. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Three, two, one. For the latest in gaming experience with all... Now, fuck me. I just fucked that whole thing up. Let's go ahead and start over. This is the fun part of dealing with voice actors. We fuck up shit constantly. For the latest in gaming podcasts, go over to twoleftthumbs.online for... Fuck, I just fucked it up again. I'm so good at this. All right. The fuck you say to me, you little shit? Go fuck yourself, ninja. Nobody asked you. God! My dick fell off. Shut up. Here we go. Fuck. All right. <laughs> oh, it's really God. interesting. Every every week, I try and find a clip to put online to kind of be fairly representative of the episode. And you know what? I think I fucking found it. This is perfect. <laughs> One hundred and forty episodes later, two left thumbs dot online. You should. I should really come up with a script before I start talking. This is where the real fuck up no. happens. God. No. All right. Uh, this, Hold this on. Is, this is the, oh, this is the issue I have with my right. intros as well, right? I'm like, I make them up on the spot, and then sometimes I'll like get halfway through it, and my brain just stops. I want to be very clear. That's Every it. That's the intro. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in radio, this is what happens. We record this shit six hours ahead of time. We fuck it up 47 times, and then three cocktails later we're like yeah you know that works fuck it let's go and then it's like 5 30 at night and you hear this shit at 8 30 in the morning you're like it's the morning traffic show with the morning movement you want to know why we sound like we're amazing because both of us are drunk and yeah what happened where are we who did this it's not my fault i have hair he doesn't wait no you have hair i don't there we go i saw the eyebrow raise don't you start with me all right two left <laughs> thumbs a gaming podcast <clears throat> Three. Two, one. Join Two Left Thumbs, a gaming podcast. You can find out all the locations to tune in at twoleftthumbs.online. Like and subscribe for more. Nailed it. 
Let's go. Uh huh. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Let's drive in. Thank you for joining me. Fuck yeah. It's, it's been fantastic, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to to this. <laughs> it's been truly <laughs> it's amazing. Nightmares of words and verbiage. If you um, if you want to find the DJ, all the links will be in the in the descriptions below. If you want to find us, listen to the last five minutes of voice recording. You know where Perfect. it is. We've been here 140 episodes. If you're new, I'm so sorry. And uh, as soon as you people open up your borders, I'm coming back to Australia. So there you go. Well, when you do, to- let me know. I would love to catch up with you. Oh hell yeah! I can't wait. I yes. like. I, I'm gonna. I want to do another national tour. I want to sit. I just want to come to for a month to Australia. Like, like that's my goal. That's my vacation spot. It's my home. It's like where most of my. I consider the my gamers that are my family at. They're all in Australia, and so that's uh, and that's my goal. But uh, I I look forward to seeing hi to everybody. It'd be really fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Hey, fantastic week. We Catch out. you next time. Later, bye.